0: A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. This is the Untitled Catholic Podcast, episode something or other, 60... 54. I'm now confused as ever as to what episode this is. Father Sean, do you have any light into what episode this might be? I think this is 54 or 55. I, <laughs> you don't even this is the way we're going to
1: start every episode, though, <laughs> isn't it?
0: We're just going to be constantly confused. But we do have a special guest with us. Our first guest ever, Father Stephen Reese from the Archdiocese of New York.
2: I'm back. <sighs> <laughs> and
0: better than ever, but we were trying. The first that, time that's we were... questionable. <laughs> well, we'll find out why. We were trying to figure out what year it was. There's no way we know what episode number, what year it was that Father Reese was on.
2: 2013.
0: 2013. Uh, yes. Wow. Is that? So
2: you've been. So you've been doing this podcast all those years. And you've only yeah. had a, that many episodes? <laughs> well, we, we... We've taken <laughs> some hiatus. We rebooted.
0: Wait, no, yeah. was, he was we... in the original? Yes, he was the first guest ever on the podcast. So that was the... Uh, and he had oh all of name. the possible names. Yeah. Yeah. That was, Back when it was good. It was How dare episode.
2: you. That was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what a... I would say. Uh, and you still have no name for the podcast. Still no name. No, things haven't changed it's in things seven years. Changed.
0: We still don't know how to figure out the equipment. It looks, like, it looks like my levels are very low on my garage band, so good luck with that, Father Sean. Oh, gosh. But things, things are the same with us. But, Father Reese, things have changed, I would say, significantly for you in the last seven years, right?
2: Well, i now ordained a priest, like your brother. Um,. I've been in parishes for a number of years. Now I have a new, a new job. So,
0: What is your job title?
2: I am the secretary to Cardinal Dolan.
0: See, that's pretty cool. <laughs> right? Dolan, so, don't you think that's pretty he, cool? As it's a it's, not,
1: it's certainly not just any job, that's for sure.
0: As a, as a, it's way cooler than Sean. I could say that much. <laughs> He's now the most important person we've ever had on the podcast. Yes. We did
1: have Bishop Brennan on the podcast. That's that's sad. I'm sorry. oh that's that's really we did have sad. Bishop Brennan. That's right. Yeah, so, you're still, bishop,
0: so you're still, out, right. Right. You you're, still right. Right. you're still out I'm, right. You're still I'm glad that it's, second, I'm not the second most the popular or the most important popular, whatever the word is, on this podcast. The, the second most highest ranking Catholic
1: prelate on go. the
2: podcast. I'm not a prelate though. <laughs>
0: whatever. It, <laughs> it sounded <laughs> it
1: sounded really sounded. good, Father Sean.
0: It sounds like a snack, a prelate. <laughs> it does. <laughs>
1: oh, did you ever have prel? You ever have
0: prelates with peanuts? Yeah, no, no. I was gonna say, did you ever have a chocolate-covered prelate? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only during quarantine. <laughs> I, I try. I like to make a part of my trail mix.
0: So, what is that? What is your, what is what does that entail? What What is your? All right, let's say. I, let's, I have two series of questions. What? was your life prior to quarantining? What is your life now? And what would it look like <laughs> after?
2: Well, uh, everything has come to a complete standstill still because of the situation with coronavirus. Um, but normally the Cardinal keeps a very busy schedule um, from appointments, from meetings, from uh, interviews, all of that. And uh, pretty much all of that gets filtered through me and I have to sort of co- coordinate and control all of his schedule. Uh, that's a huge aspect of it. And then a lot of emails back and forth, um, lots of uh, dialogue, a lot of discussion, lots of preparing things for when he arrives to a place or, or a, to a mass or a church or something. Uh, so that's all part of it. All of that has since stopped because of the coronavirus. And I know the Cardinal is hoping at the minute that we can resume things, he wants to get going again. Um, uh, back visiting the people, parishes, hospitals, you name it. All the things that he, uh, he enjoys the most. Um, we've been able to have lots of meetings and things still because of Zoom and other technologies like that. Um, but he keeps a very busy schedule besides, uh, all the important religious things he does. So.
0: So, how, how often does the Cardinal say Mass?
2: Every day. At so, the publicly, so he we try uh, as best as possible regarding his schedule. For the cardinal, if he's in New York, to have mass at 7 a.m. Um, at Saint Patrick's Cathedral, and that mass is live on Sirius XM uh, 129, the Catholic Channel, and it's uh, live on um, on the Catholic Faith Network. So, and then every Sunday he tries to have mass at 10:15 uh, in the cathedral as well,
0: if, if he's in New York.
2: If he's in New York, then yeah.
0: When do you say mass?
2: I usually can celebrate with, with the cardinal during the weekdays, um, but on Sunday I'll, I'll be a master of ceremonies at that mass. Oh, okay. So, that, which is one of my other responsibilities, is to uh, oversee all the liturgies that he's a part of.
0: So, you are basically Cardinal Dolan's
2: tour manager. Yeah, Psychic. that's a good way of yeah, very, describing like it. Like without that. without the uh, <laughs> without the glamour of the uh, you know the, the road and traveling and
0: you know in, in the tour bus but if I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming you have if, if you ever have to fly you're, you're not on Southwest or anything you're on Delta or American or something right
2: Uh, yeah yeah oh, that's Delta good Delta takes very good care of the Cardinal that's good <laughs>
0: not, nothing against Southwest I like Southwest but Delta Delta's A plus right there Father Sean I have my Delta Sky Miles card right. gold gold which is the which is the cheapest one? Yeah, you, when you say gold, it's important. But it's, I think diamond or platinum, one of those is. I forget which one's the best. It's not gold. This year, <laughs> <laughs> this this year I was on pace to get to the silver level, but I think that has come to a crashing halt. There's probably like a, everything else. Like everything else. Yeah, well, I had I had pneumonia in January, so that I had to cancel that. And then the next three flights I was going to have have been canceled um, because of the coronavirus. So that's a lot of miles. It's a lot of miles, but your arms are rested. It's a lot of miles. Since you're not flying. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. That was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Father Sean didn't even hear me. So what, Father Steve, what is your life like under quarantine?
2: Uh, so we've been sort of stuck here, like everybody else, trying to uh, obey the New York City and guidelines and things. But the Cardinal has had lots of uh, TV appointments via Skype and lots of um, meetings and things to discuss all that's happened throughout the Archdiocese. Um, so we've been trying to maintain and, and run those things as best we can while obeying what the uh, what the government's asking us to do. Um, I know that it's that the Cardinal uh, wishes he could go visit the people who are sick and wishes he could visit the hospitals and the nursing homes and all that but uh, we can't right now like everybody else so we're trying our best to stay healthy and uh, and isolated
0: and you don't have any insider info from the governor or anything as to when we'll be back right
2: not not yet you know I think our hope would be I think our hope would be uh, beginning of May but that would be um, just a hope. We have nothing official. Do you
0: do you have an answer to if one Saint Corona is in fact the patron saint of epidemics, and if her feast day is May fourteenth? Do you know anything about that?
2: I know nothing about that.
0: Well, it's still a mystery to all of us. <laughs> not a mystery. It was posted in, on Catholic things, so we think it's real. But you know the internet. Have you Googled it? Have you
2: Googled it? I
0: have, but I don't. I don't trust anything anymore. It's sad.
2: Is this what married life did to you, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that has changed in seven years. The podcast might not have, but Justin's married. I'm
0: married now. You know. Things are going yeah. very well. And one of maybe the best investments of our marriage so far might turn out to be the Nintendo Switch.
2: So that's what's saving it right now. <laughs> well, that, that is...
0: So I've been looking for a Switch for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was on. I was masked and gloved up at Trader Joe's, and I got a text that someone found a switch very south of Nashville. So probably like an hour south. So I said, "Well, let me at least look at Target.com to see if there's one close." And there was one close. So I finished my shopping, went right to Target, went right to the electrics section, and I see just a wall of. Switch games, but no actual Switches. And this guy comes out of nowhere with a big box and these, like, two high school girls behind him. And he goes, you here for a Switch? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I got two left. They're getting one. You want the last one? And I got it. And then, as I was checking out, someone radioed him and said, uh, are there any Switches left? He said, no, sell on the last one. So, it's been a lot of fun to have a Switch. That's, that's my, uh, that's probably the best thing that happened to me since uh, the quarantine started.
2: And that you didn't get coronavirus. <laughs> that I had When you, went, and when and you went out. I'm very healthy, and there are a lot of other good things to report.
0: But I should say that's probably the most excitement I've had since since all this. I have to that's say, cool.
1: on that, it is that's... very difficult to try to mitigate and minimize the amount of like screen time and video game time the kids spend. During this quarantine.
0: So, what do your kids play? What What's this? Thing?
1: Uh, well, i've I've had a PlayStation Four, so they kind of inherited that. Um, we had a Nintendo Wii too. That was also mine, but it's broken. So, they strictly play PlayStation Four, and and I do like to play video games, obviously. Um, so, and I don't usually have time to play them. So, like, it's like this weird balance of like. Oh, this is awesome! More video game time, um, but you don't want the kids to ha- like have too much video game time too. But you know. So do you play when they go to sleep? Um, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, um, because it's not the same playing with them. What What's your go-to game? I'm strictly. I've always been strictly sports games and fighting games, with like some exceptions along the way. But even when I like get an exception, like some kind of. RPG or something like that it's usually I don't I don't complete it I just kind of play it like in bits and pieces um, so yeah like uh, sports games wrestling games fighting games that's that's always been my ammo short and sweet so what's the one that you're playing um, right now well the, the boys the boys are obsessed with with wrestling and they're also obsessed with this game called gang beasts which sounds awful but it's actually like it's actually super fun. Sure does. It's like these. It's like these like, uh, cartoonish like, roly poly characters that don't really have many features. Although you can put them in different clothes and outfits and stuff, and they they throw each other off things, and that's that's how you win. You throw the throw the the, the beast off of, off of a building or off of a blimp or off of a boat, and uh, <laughs> as as morbid as that sounds. It is like in the most cartoonish, like Looney Tunes sort of way possible. So, Nolan, now that you mentioned wrestling, can I tell a story
0: about wrestling? When we were in Indianapolis for (sighs) NCYC, Nolan was having a very, very hard time explaining to the, the, the man that was in charge of helping us. Because there was how many people
1: were part of our group? Uh, our delegation was like 70 75 people
0: right so all of those people were not going to go on nolan's credit card so it was She was trying to figure out how to make all that happen and as he's doing that i was starting to get bored so i was looking and i see this guy come over and i'm like i know who that guy is and i'm looking at him and i'm like is that chris jericho and nolan was like what and he looks over and he sees and then he sees Chris Jericho leaving the hotel and he chased after him but just missed him. As just he got missed in his him. I,
1: I was like I was like one more minute earlier and I would have been able to like not even a minute, like 30 seconds earlier and I would have been able to like yell out to him and just get a hello or a a, a wave or something like that. What what would you have said? Probably something really stupid. I know I'm never good at those things like you know, oh, I'm a big fan. Uh, what's your, uh, uh, see you later. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Which happened other times to, in front of people. I didn't yeah. know who they were. We weren't allowed to watch wrestling because my mom knew if we watched wrestling, we would beat and each let other Let me tell up. you, your mom is your and mom not, was I, very smart about that because that's all my kids I, do is beat each other up. So there you go. There's a lot of Father wisdom Father there. Reese,
0: have, you, have you met you don't have to say who, but have you now in your high ranking position as a praline or whatever he said before? Oh, <laughs> have, you, have you met any, any famous people?
2: Uh, yes. Lots of them. What, who? Do
0: you, you feel comfortable saying the most famous?
2: Uh, well, I mean, the Archbishop of New York, um, is sort of the face of the church in America in some ways, and so we have lots of different events. Um, one of them being the Al Smith dinner, which a lot of celebrities would come to, uh, including the president. Um, and so it, this coming October, we'll have uh, both uh, the president and whoever he's running against uh, will be present. Um, but the cardinal gets gets interviewed or gets called by lots of people for his opinion and things. So I've spoken on the phone with a lot of uh, a lot of famous people. Which is sort of cool. That is. That is. Can you can you get me into the Al Smith dinner? Uh we can work on that. We can see. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> well, you do like a live. You could do like a live podcast. Yeah, so we, we have could. like a taste. I don't want to do that.
0: I just want to meet these people. them. I'm very good at just being in the background. No, that's. Not I could. That I know I'm I I'm not usually in the background, but I'm good at it. I could be quiet and I could pretend like I wasn't even there. He would just stand behind you.
2: Behind yeah, I will shoulder.
0: be when they say, who are you? I'll say I work for him.
2: Well, you were we going some... to, to go yeah, to opening go day and you that's you right. Know, and it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, that was not
0: my fault. That
1: was not Steve, my fault. Is it safe I... to assume that
2: you've met the Pope a couple times? So that probably was the coolest thing back in November. All the bishops of New York went for what's called the ad limita visit to Rome and while we were there, uh, we had an audience with the Holy Father. So I got to I got to uh, to meet the Holy Father in person, which is very cool. So he's probably the most famous person that I I've, I've had the yes, chance to meet. Yes,
0: that's it's, and it, he's probably the most famous person in the world. It doesn't get bigger than that. I guess no, that's it, right? See, I I met so. Steph Curry, and I thought that was cool. But you met the Pope, and we'll
2: meet one of the, the president or the but Justin, new president. You live in Nashville. You walk down the street, and, like, every famous person is there.
0: Here's the thing, though. I don't really know much about country music, so... (laughs) I mean, you could have someone famous walk in. Except I did give the sign of peace to Nicole Kidman once. That was kind of cool. That is cool.
2: Well, if you want... If you're going to get the card on the show, you need to learn about country music, because he's a big country music
0: fan. I I could fake it. I I could name... I could probably (laughs) name drop, but if he starts saying songs or shows pictures that i'd be done i have to say <laughs> justin we could tell my, likes- my
1: rebellious soul I, there's there thinks there's something pretty cool about being a non-country music fan living in nashville like like don't like yeah, don't go I, selling out like you can learn some country names no, for the I, sake of of conversation with cardinal dolan but like stick to your roots um i i can't
0: that is probably no offense to anyone my, definitely my least favorite type of music. I'd rather listen to dubstep for an hour than a few <laughs> country music songs. I shouldn't say I don't know. Anyway. Th- Some of the old depends stuff is good. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. Like Country Roads. That's a good one. But well, I couldn't tell you who sings that. Who, <laughs> who made that song famous? Other than Father Brian Barr. Who still doesn't listen to the podcast yes. and never yeah. will? He doesn't... If he didn't listen back then, he won't no. he's, he's listen. Been... It's been seven
2: years. If he hasn't started. He's not going to. I don't.
0: I, my my wife Megan has never listened to this. And never will.
2: Probably for the better. It's definitely for
0: the better. But that's okay. <laughs> See, I could say I could call her out on it because I know she won't listen to it.
2: Although she's
1: downstairs. She also—you'd be surprised. I never thought my wife. When would. I asked her.
0: When I asked her why she doesn't listen, she goes, i got to listen to you guys all the time. Why would I want to listen to it anymore? I was like, okay. That's a fair, which is a fair that's point. It's reasonable.
2: So. Well,
0: that's not true. She only has to listen to you all the time. Yeah, that's, that is true. But it's basically... But that's... you're sort
2: of a package deal. So that, that <laughs> you can... Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's not all the time. And then you get your dad going. It's just a bad combination. yeah, no, yeah. <laughs>
0: However, Megan is my dad's favorite. I it, I think that is safe to say. Right? No. Right, Sean. No. You don't think so? No, I think I still outrank You're her. You still outrank her? Yeah. I don't know. He once to talked to her on the phone for over twenty minutes. <laughs> that that definitely that I don't I think she she might be winning.
2: I don't but think she so. can not turn That's bread my... into
0: Jesus like you can during a quarantine. Right, right. So. She's expendable, which is a perfect segue. So, to our priests on the podcast, what what will Holy Week look like for you? Obviously, not in a church or anything. Father Steve, are you going to celebrate the Triduum in the cathedral and stream it? What does that all look like?
2: We are so for us, it will look like a real Twitterum. Uh, I didn't pronounce that right. A real Twitterum, but a, a Holy Week of all the liturgies and everything, but um, in the cathedral, uh, just like normal, uh, but no no people in the pews. So everything will be live-streamed. Everything will be on television, radio. Um, actually, Sunday Mass, Easter Sunday morning, Mass will be um, live on the Channel 11, WPIX. Um, That's cool. So from all the from all the angles, so it look like a normal Easter, but um, it's it's not going to. There'll be no people present, so for us it will be sort of the same routine, the same celebration, the same uh, ceremony, but uh, very different because there's no people for present. a Holy Thursday.
1: There, there can't be a
2: washing of the feet, right?
1: No, so there will be no washing of the feet. Is there anything else? I mean, no well, veneration of the cross other than I guess by the celebrant or for Good Friday.
2: So yes, yeah, so we'll. we'll yeah, so the people, pre- the priest present will venerate the cross. Although we're not going to um, to kiss the cross as we normally would on, on Good Friday. We'll just simply uh, mm-hmm. genuflect to it.
0: And you'll be, but, um, the cardinal will be celebrating an Easter vigil as well, or just Sunday? Yeah,
2: he'll be celebrating Easter vigil. We'll have obviously no, uh, no, no new Christians being baptized or, and no one entering the church. Um, but the readings, the new fire, the, the baptismal candle, all that will... The Paschal candle, I should say, all that will remain. Um,
0: and where yeah. where can one find that?
2: So everything's live streamed on stpatrickscathedral.org, dot org, I believe it is, um, or on the radio, siriusxm XM one twenty nine, Catholic Channel, um, and you can always see it at some point on the Catholic Faith Network. I don't think it's live on Catholic Faith Network, but, um, but you can see it.
0: That's good. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe we'll stream the Easter Vigil with the Cardinal and yourself this year. So. So, go. is are the Honeymooners on before or after the Easter Sunday Mass on WPIX?
2: I, I don't know. You have to find <laughs> It's a out. heck of a
0: lead-in for would, the Honeymooners. Say after. <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> March of the Wooded Soldiers. Isn't that what's always no, on Christmas. there? No, that's Christmas. You have your A holiday. <laughs> and Honeymooners is New Year's. Right, but the Honeymooners is on there all the time now. It's not a special anymore. You just have to wait a whole year. To you sound to like
1: you're it. more sure of it than any of us.
0: and then all right so then for easter for uh, for an easter celebration this is a question for everyone first father reese is are you are you cooking what is what will that look like
2: so yes actually we'll be cooking i don't know that's a strange question but um so afterwards uh, the cardinal and i and a few priests who are here will have an easter dinner and i'm i'm cooking that dinner
0: well, I should have so. prefaced that I know that you're a good cook. I guess the question is, what? <laughs> it, if what are you feel, having? <laughs> it feels it, It's like, yes, Christ rose, and it's great, but we're still kind of locked in. Am I the only one that is feeling like that? Like, it, it's going to be great. Lent is over. But we're also still kind of in 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 our houses by ourselves, kind of. Does that make sense, Father Sean? Yeah, you can't yeah. have the same yeah. celebration. Yeah, exactly. It won't... It won't feel like Lent is over when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think it it feels like, and I think it it it, it feels more pathetic. Like at least like now, like you can kind of like I feel like tie in the uh, the timing and, and into Lent and into you know entering into Holy Week. But like, man, once I could start eating between meals again, and the junk food, like it's just me, me home eating junk food, like.
0: Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't sure know if that's the right way to celebrate stuff, huh? Easter. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we have a closet filled with junk food in, in the office at in the at the diocese that we will not be able to enjoy. Was the intention to enjoy it after Easter? No, it was just stuff that wasn't being enjoyed during Lent. But some of it, so it would be enjoyed again after Easter. Although we we ate Cadbury eggs and and Reese's peanut butter eggs right before. Mm-hmm. Lent started. I think the reason why I'm not I'm we're gonna do whole thirty the day after Easter, so then it's like a
1: thirty extra days of Lent for me. Wow, that I would I would not choose that timing.
0: That was the most obnoxious thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> because I said whole thirty, or because I said thirty extra days of Lent, both. Because she said whole thirty, I would say the combination. <laughs> well. I've always wanted to try it, and I've never been – I shouldn't say never. Since it became a thing, I I haven't been in the same place for 30 days. So now this is my chance to try it. That's great. So let us know how that – be sure to let us know how all that goes.
2: Give us an update in 30 days. I will. I'll
0: probably be uh, going crazy, and I'll I'll eat all the jelly beans I could see. Because that's another thing. No jelly beans there in Whole 30, so I'm eating my jelly beans on Easter. And you have it. to
1: finish all your Easter candy in one day. In
0: one day. <laughs> yep. So no, we'll- I think I'm going to continue uh, most of my Lenten fast once Easter's over, because I feel bad enjoying snacks and stuff during a time of crisis, so I could offer it up as a continued fast. That's I think might be my goal until the the ban is lifted, for what whatever happens. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. Until Father Steve Reese gets a call from Andrew Cuomo's office telling him we could go back to normal,
2: and then please tell me after you get that call. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think, I think one of the things, for many people, this Lent was very different, because of this quarantine. All right. This Lent was, um, took on new meaning mm-hmm. in a sense, um, and I think it's sort of pr- uh, prophetic that the Jewish people and the Catholics and the Christians are all celebrating their holy days at the same time this year. Um, so we're united in prayer during this very difficult time. Um, while, while we're going to celebrate Christ's resurrection, it's going to take on new meaning, right? As Lent has taken on a new meaning for us as we've sort of endured these days at home. For sure. Yeah.
0: That's why you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think too, at least for me, I, I, some of the, the more prayer type things that i amplified during lent will just remain where there there's a tendency to after easter just to kind of especially if like you go in your car and they're with music or what things like that where you only listen to christian music or you don't listen to music or you say a rosary in the car things like that we now still have the time and space to just continue whatever we adjusted i think in our prayer which is probably something we should always yeah. do but We'll definitely be able to do it. Yeah,
2: and I think a lot of people expect life to go back to normal right right away after quarantine. But I I don't know if if everything's gonna go back the way it was before. I think people um, may have got a sense that they were there was too much of a hustle. There was too much going on. There was too much of just going from one thing to the next. And these days of being quarantined at home with family and everything else uh, may sort of shift our priorities of how we see what's important, what's meaningful our daily schedules, making time for, for prayer, perhaps, or, or being time with family, family meals, right? All these things that sort of used to be important uh, that have gone by the wayside in a sense can make a comeback. So I guess a good question would be, do we want to go back to the way things were before the quarantine, or do we want to, um, do we want to seek to make things better for ourselves, our families, for our church after the quarantine?
0: Nolan. I would hope people want to make things better. I think better. we
2: have to learn from it, right? Yeah,
0: It would be very upsetting if people, including ourselves, didn't.
2: Do you guys think a spiritual renewal will come from the quarantine?
0: I think think in a certain sense that's what's going to happen. I think there's going to be people who may be described as lukewarm in their faith, who uh, would go to Mass maybe two or three times a month, but maybe not every Sunday, who realize how much they miss it now and it might click to them how important it was for them and they might start making more of an effort um to 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 make mass the top priority in their lives like Mm they might be have, uh, have been an awakening in that sense and i think anyone who was touched by the church in a way that if the church reached out to to them during this time in any kind of way i think certain parishes where pastors are doing a lot of online content i think are People are appreciating that the pastor is working very hard to be visible and to be able to reach people Um, So I'm hoping that's going to be the case The toughest part I think is that that we're not allowed in the hospitals because if we were able to go in the hospitals I think the Mm. face of the church and the face of God's mercy would be even more visible. I understand why that's the case Um, because you know if a bunch of priests start running around in hospitals Right now, it can cause upheaval um, in the sense other than I mean, obviously, there are hospital chaplains that are there. So I'm not they're doing a very brave thing and I'm not trying to minimize what they're doing at all. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I understand the difficulty that that we're in with all of that. Nolan, how do you think your your. I mean, job and ministry will change after all this. Meaning,
1: well, if I have one, <laughs> <laughs> um, if I think, I think, um, I think, you know, we've we've kind of touched on it already. I don't really feel any differently. I, I think that it's it's going to be a balance. I think this quarantine has made has forced us to utilize m- newer means of. Communication and uh, and evangelization through that communication, um, but has also uh, left us all longing for what um, we all need in, in, in community, and so it's going to be uh, a a, a pr- and a, a greater going back with a greater appreciation of community and about um, the the oneness of of humanity, uh, especially in light of the church, um, and I think there'll be some new. Um, more creative, uh, more modern means of proclaiming the gospel of evangelizing, of getting the word out there. Um, I know like I've had, you know, to, to father Steve's question, like I've, I've had like a lot of, um, I've had a lot of uh, great interactions with people, um, uh, faith-based interactions with people that, um, would either be considered lukewarm, as Father Sean pointed out, or um, we're just on the fence, or, or just just kind of like indifferent to religion. Um, conversations that I never would have had had this pandemic not happened. So I do think, I do think there there's could be a new springtime ahead of us. I, I already I see the seeds being planted for that right now. I think it's going to take getting out of this and getting back to some sense of normalcy. Um, to kind of seal the deal for a lot of people um, but I have I am actually surprised I mean maybe I shouldn't have, shouldn't be but I'm actually surprised by how many people are turning to faith in this time
0: which is great. Christmas will be bonkers this year
2: hopefully yeah.
0: Can you can you baptize people? can we just make that Christmas where we bring more people into the faith? Actually what does that look like? people that were preparing to become Catholic? On Easter,
2: you know, I think a lot of that's still unknown. We've had a we've had to stop all confirmations, right for eighth graders and things. We've had to stop first communions. We've had to stop um, any sort of marriages, funerals, all of those things. So I think a lot of that's sort of TBD, right? To be determined how we're going to go about doing that. But it's an important step because you have people who are at the cusp, ready to take the next step in their faith, take the next step in their marriage or their relationships, next step in in their journey with the lord and um here they are waiting sort of in a holding pattern um and so we want to try to get those things back as soon as possible but it's going to take a little bit of time you You know there's so much uncertainty
0: you don't see a change in how the church conducts the sacraments that you mentioned
2: um meaning like how so how
0: if if confirmations become I i don't even know if they I'm trying to think of example. I mean if, if like funerals become less people are okay without having funerals, I don't I don't know what it would look like, but I'm I'm just wondering how <clears throat> this may affect well, that side of yeah. things. I so think the Arch- there might be confirmations outside of mass
1: in order to yeah.
0: to, to be able to get some of them done. But but I, or I like a large just, scale, yeah, that would be just for this year. I don't think it's going to change how we do things going forward. But any, I'm sorry, I cut you off.
2: No, I was just going to say, in terms of like funerals, um, what what we've been instructed to do is is to um, to offer the family uh, to have a burial at the graveside, and then once this is resolved, to invite the family back to have a memorial mass, so that a mass is still being said for the deceased mm-hmm. person. Um, so it's it's not so much um, a changing of of the sacraments or changing of what we do, but just sort of the timing of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, in that sense. And, and I think, you know, what's one sort of the side effects of this whole coronavirus and the quarantine is people have had to um, maybe learn a little bit more about like spiritual communion, right? What to do. You know, I can't receive, I can't be at mass. I can't receive the Eucharist, uh, but I can still be united to the church. Um, I can still be united to our Lord. Um, how do I do that and do that well? Um, all sort of those questions that I think people are starting to explore a bit. and we've been trying to give resources and, and means by which they could um, to go a little bit deeper
0: it's a wild time
2: we need something funny I feel like this has gone way well, too Well, I,
1: I have a, I have a <laughs> question for you Father Rees that I think is very funny um, so sure. we, we spoke about your being in, a, in somewhat of a position of celebrity very recently you were a part <laughs> of a viral video and um, do you know what I'm referring to? No, let's you... not, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anyone out there? Do we need to explain it? Is there anyone out there listening who doesn't, who wouldn't know? You mean all on, ten podcasts? Is there, yeah, is, is there anybody out
0: there listening? That's the well, real not, question. But for the ten people who listen, I I do think a
1: background would be helpful so there's this great video out there that i first saw um uh that uh, actually a bunch of people shared it with me like almost simultaneously but um right after the whole announcement was made that um we're not to, uh, right before masses got suspended there were other restrictions put in place one of them being um not Uh, no physical contact during the sign of peace. In fact, skipping altogether the sign of peace so that the temptation to shake hands with somebody or embrace somebody wouldn't be there. Um, Right, correct, Father Steve? And so um, in uh, one of the the Cardinal's last Masses, uh, it came up to the sign of peace, and um, one very well-meaning deacon, I'm sure... um, blurted out the the line um please share with each other the sign of peace you know as as he would en- in in any no- other normal circumstance at that point in mass and uh the 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 cardinal had the the great line immediately cutting in and saying let's not um we should probably father sean in the editing <laughs> you should somehow probably play that clip because it's just it's classic Ah, uh, it'll up 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 play it we'll put it in we'll put it in right here Let's offer each other a sign of peace. Let's not, all right? We're not supposed to, with this, uh, with the cautions going on. Used
0: to so, step. Father Steve is is part of a viral <laughs> sensation.
2: You know, well, I think we first need to preface this by saying, as a former deacon, Father Sean was a deacon. Also, your dad is telling to be a deacon. That we don't, we don't want to take this out on our, our deacon, uh, deacon members of the church. Um, however, in this at this moment that. Um, that well-meaning, well-intentioned, uh, well-trained deacon um, got a little ex- too excited about doing his one part of that mass and, and uh, blurted that out, and the cardinal had to step in and, and to correct I him. I watched
0: that about probably 10 to 15 Same. times. And of the 10 or 15 times I watched it, I watched the Deacon's face twice. I watched Cardinal Dolan's face twice. And then the rest of the times I watched you. Because I knew it. It was like watching I could see it in your face. I could see it
2: happening. I I, I visualized it before it was going to happen. He was going to... I saw you start moving
0: towards him to stop him. And then as soon as he said it, you kind of looked like I'm too late.
1: And then you smirked as soon as he (laughs) says... Let's not. Father Steve, if, if you can be honest, how tempted were you after the Cardinal said, let's not, to f- immediately follow that up with, not now, not ever?
2: <laughs> I actually had to really like, bite my tongue. I was ready to like, like, it was, like it, was so, it was so funny at that moment. And, and I know I'm on camera. So I just had to like bite my tongue and like resist the temptation. to Just like, like start like hysterically oh, laughing. Great.
0: <laughs> oh, does, oh, does the cardinal know yes. that it became a viral sensation
2: i had to explain to him what a meme is and and show him it but uh yes he now knows so based on
0: that i would take it that you and the cardinal don't
1: have a nintendo switch or you're not you're not playing
0: video games we, or anything we don't know no no
1: nintendo i mean switch. that that really what was about, the perfect you know? line for him to say let's not i mean that was it was just it was so new york yeah. like it was so it was so yeah <laughs> it was awesome yeah. it was just i i, I love and that and it's the way he said yeah. it
2: let's not because he said it like in a really certain way it was like really particular the timing was like impeccable <laughs> it was like it was, like,
1: almost like it was rehearsed
0: well the deacon says let us offer each other the sign of peace and then he went let's <laughs> not and i i was to to defend the deacon before the coronavirus was a, a thing in New York, I was at a parish that took away the sign of peace just because of the mm. flu. And um, because a lot of people in the parish had gotten sick from the flu. So before this became something from the diocese, this one particular parish, I was there to celebrate Mass. And the priest was like, just so you know, we, we just started um, not having the sign of peace because a, a few people ha- have gotten sick. It's a smaller parish. So I looked at him and I said, do you have a, do you have like a post-it note? And he was like, why? And I said, because if I don't put that on that spot, I'm going to say it. So he was like, here. He gave me like a little piece of paper with a piece of tape. I went into the missile and I taped that over it so that I knew not to say that. Because I, I was going to do it. Even though he told me like before I got there, when I got there, and right before Mass was about to start, I knew I was going to do it. So I, I put that on there just to to be safe. Father well,
2: Short, are we sure that you're not patient zero? We, we've talked about that. There's a possibility <laughs> that I might be one of the
0: first people who were sick in the there's United like Everywhere States. you go, there's like death and destruction that's left behind. Yeah, well, when Justin was little, Justin would get strep throat all the time. And we went to the doctor and she wanted to check me and claim that I had strep, strep throat and that I was the host carrier. I don't think that was true you might be you i i think that if uh if one of the, our 10 listeners is the government then because uh, we're on google you might get taken in you might become a test subject or something sean well when eventually they have the antibody tests i will definitely want to take that that's the key to getting back to normal
2: that's what governor cuomo said and the foul that's
0: right that's right
2: once, Once we have trivia, those... did you know that Dr. Fauci is Catholic and went to, went to Regis High School? Which is so, in the Archdiocese of New York. I is he practicing, say. though? Oh, yeah, he is.
1: He
0: is practicing? Yeah. yeah. I I asked someone, I'm, it might have been Megan, I said, I think the only way that I could like him more is if I found out he was a practicing Catholic. And you just answered that question. Well. And I can't wait you, for the wait, day you for you to meet that him. you know he practices?
2: You know that he practices? I've been told by good authority that, yes, he is. Okay. That's I, good. I, I can't I like wait that. for you to meet him.
0: When After you meet him, come on back. <laughs> One come of back. the things I've been doing during quarantine is working on a Cuomo impression. So maybe by the next time we record, I might be able to do a whole Cuomo press conference.
2: I heard it last night. It needs a little bit of a. a... Attention to detail. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not quite there yet. Well, you have plenty of time. We're going to be quarantined at least another
1: month, so. Yeah, we're yeah.
0: we're golden. We'll uh, we could eventually talk about when it's just the three of us and uh, we run out of things to talk about. It's the potential baseball season that they're proposing. That's that's a crazy thing. I I don't think that baseball players should get special treatment, and they should get tests when other people yeah. aren't i don't think that's a good look for sports if people are not able to get tests if there are not if there's not enough testing for everybody then sports players should not be the ones who are getting it yes that's just my my opinion that is that is a good argument however
2: if by is the podcast being being bombed by a Yes, it's <laughs> usually that's usually how it usually. goes. Right around one of right Nolan's kids now. will interrupt
0: right around the time where we're about to end, <laughs> which is perfect timing. Nolan, that one of the boys came in. It's
1: it's always at some point at this. Uh, no. <laughs> it's
2: it, it, perfect. You gotta have it like where they like walk in and do something funny, so that like it becomes like you know a no, meme. You, yeah, they
0: they gotta come in and fart or
2: something. Oh, oh, they, they do enough. Let's not. You you want to know what he hot. you want you want to know what he came <laughs> in and asked me?
1: He came in and asked me if we could have a chairs match. Where uh, so you hit each winner, other with the, chairs? The, the winner the, the loser is the one that gets hit with the chair. Like like Justin Fatika?
0: <laughs> yes! <laughs> wow.
2: That's a really uh, specific. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a very specific Catholic it is, reference. It is.
1: There there will be even f- fewer of our ten person audience that will understand that reference. Really so, documentary. I will. I,
0: there there's Damn. a guy there's a guy at St Patrick's where I used to be, and he reminds me a lot of Justin Fatika. And I kept explaining to him, "You remind me of this guy, Justin Fatika." that Justin Fatika got a show on ewtn and this guy called me up and he's like hey is this the guy that you we're talking about i was like yeah he goes he is like me and i was like yeah <laughs> except your except your life is a lot was a lot more interesting he, he did a lot more bad things than justin Fatika ever okay.
1: did. justin Fatika, he i have to say it's a it's a it's a special kind of ministry it's it's unique but i mean he's he's doing great things
2: What do you think he's doing during quarantine? Is he just, like, working out 24 hours a day? I would think so, yeah.
0: (laughs) Based on what he said to us in class, I would think so. Uh, (laughs) He's just just pushing cars or something. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling them with his teeth. Yeah, pulling cars with his teeth. (laughs) Well, this might be... um, Let's hope, Father Reese, that you could come back on the podcast in less than seven years, but... We could hope for that. It sounds. It sounds like with your schedule, we might just have to keep recording with you during quarantine because we may.
2: We may never talk to you again. You know, I could be the quarantine guest. You're the quarantine (laughs) guest. What we need you to do.
0: What we need you to do is just go up to the cardinal and ask him to say, "Hi, this is Cardinal Dolan. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast." That's your I could job.
2: Be, I could maybe get him to do that. We could, we could, we'll work on that. On tell, him, tell
0: him it's for me. What about, what about, or even the outro. Well, we can do the outro. <laughs> yeah. What,
2: what is the, we have an outro Don't, we, we, yeah, we have work. an intro yeah, yeah, and that? an outro.
0: That is, that, that is something we've improved on.
2: See, I'm impressed. <laughs> that, no, you're I mean, the imp- No, you're not. No, you're not
0: don't lie i can't lie it's totally yeah especially now when it's harder to get the confession yeah that's right
1: <laughs> well any uh any last things nolan no this was a this was a, this was a nice balanced episode this was a, yes this was thank,
0: thank you for uh keeping us balanced father reese it was that's me fair and balanced fair and i would say i would describe this episode as both fresh and familiar i
2: have no idea what you just said that
0: was a reference to one of our greatest lines i was i was hoping for show. a reaction from one of the other two guys but you could you froze while you were saying
1: it it was like yeah. i knew what you were going for <laughs> uh, justin i laughed I, I, I appreciated it all right Thank you, Nolan. I laughed and saw it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were... Father Reese was laughing at us, not with us. And that's okay. All right, Father Sean. God bless everyone that listened to this podcast. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic
2: Podcast. See you next time.
0: Let's not.